0: Debbie is everything Marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Marketplace, Marketplace. Debbie is everything Marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey, Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Shane, and Ellie back with you again. Today we are talking uh, Debbie drafts. Um, we're going to do our last Debbie mock draft here on the... Uh, Debbie marketplace. We're going to try and get through as much as we can. Might be four rounds, might be five rounds, something like that. We'll just kind of see how things go. Um, Does anyone uh, want the first pick? We'll just dive right into it.
1: Sure. I'll take it. Uh, Look, The the 101 is and still is Caleb Williams quarterback for USC. Uh, Drake May's not close. Everyone will talk about it for the next couple months. Caleb Williams is still the guy, so he's the one on one that I've said. Uh
0: Nilly, you want two or
2: three? I can go two. I bet you we would end up with the same players either way. I'll still I, I still will take Drake May at, at the second pick over uh over Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean look at look at the top of dynasty drafts. You got six, seven, eight quarterbacks that go before any other position. Quarterbacks run rule supreme. Marvin Harrison Jr. might be a better better prospect, but um, you, you, you got to go for the upside with Jake May.
0: Yeah, I, you left me with an easy pick, right? Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. at three. I would have taken him at two, to be honest with you, um, because I'm more just trying to minimize risk, and a top five wide receiver to me is more valuable than – Drake, than where I see Drake may, which is like quarterback 13, 14. Um, that's just where I have him right now. So I think Marvin Harrison Jr. A little more valuable, um, but I would take any of those three players to be honest with you.
1: It's definitely a tier break as always uh, in for a final Debbie draft. I think it's only appropriate that we've, you know, mentioned this right in the middle, but always super flex, always tight end premium. 104, I'm going to take Brock Bowers here. It feels a little high, but, like, there's maybe one or two other players I'd consider. it's not many. Um, I think Brock Bowers is, like, lock solid, top 20 NFL draft pick, tight end, not a lot in the NFL right now. I think he's a stud.
2: 105, I'm going to go Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Um... Leader in the country in receiving yards, I believe. He's also the first, I think, first ever LSU wide receiver to have back-to-back thousand-yard seasons, which is wild when you think about the wide receivers that have come out of that school. Um, does a little bit of everything, like six foot two hundred can can beat beat his defender going deep, gets open across the middle, like he's, he's like he can be a target hog at the next level.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, this is kind of, I think it's no man's land, uh, right now, to be honest with you. Um, I'm actually going to take at one Oh six, uh, Nicholas Singleton, who I still have the best as the best running back in the, uh, 25 class. Um, he's out of Penn state. I think he's very, very good. I think obviously the only problem is, you know, he's a 25 guy. Uh, but I still think he ends up being the top running back. And, uh, yeah, I think he's incredibly safe as well in a Debbie draft.
1: That's a good pick, 107. I'm going to take Luther Burden, wide receiver from Missouri. I, if you had asked me four months ago if I'd ever make this pick, I'd be like, hell no. But Luther Burden has looked excellent. I mean, he has come – 3,000% better than he was last year. I think Luther Burns the clear wide receiver, one of the 2025 class athletic five-star prospect. He's legit. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I, him and neighbors are kind of the two I'd consider at the 104.
2: Yeah, I was between those two there. 108, I'll go Keon Coleman, wide receiver of Florida State. Um, four, 215. And he's returning punts and returning them well. Like the athleticism there that he, he can display by doing that is nuts. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal jump ball wide receiver, but he's not by any means solely a jump ball wide receiver. So I think uh, him and I mean, like he's going to be a first round pick this year. I think he's he's got that like alpha mold that, that NFL teams will drool over.
0: One to nine for me is Troy Franklin. Uh, just, I know he's tall and he's athletic and then just watch how he outran the entire usc defense uh this past week um he's very good um i think teams are gonna fall in love with him to me he seems almost like aj green-esque in the fact that he's always going to get the ball um he he's just a really really good player i'll take him with the nine
1: it's crazy because all these 2024 receivers take it so far could go in the first round of the NFL draft. So it's nice to be able to take them with the 110. I'll take Amika Igbuka, wide receiver, Ohio State, uh, the Ohio State. Let's not get that wrong. Um, and, and, like, he was hurt for a lot of the year. So he's kind of fallen down rankings, but was the wide receiver two before the season, I think for most people behind Harrison. I think Igbuka is going to be a slot receiver, eat up catches. Uh, if he gets Drafted in the spot that throws the ball a lot. I just think there's a lot of upside still with Agbuka.
2: Go back to Ohio State for 111. Uh, probably at this point, my top Debbie running back uh, is Travion Henderson. Um, he's he's kind of back, and he's better than ever. I mean, he's, he's been playing really well since he got healthy at Ohio State again midway through this year displaying what he showed as a freshman and then some he's catching the ball well out of the backfield. He looks explosive. He looks fast. Uh, There are injury concerns, um, but I think ultimately there's just a lot of upside there.
0: Uh, To round out the uh, first round, I'm going to take Arch Manning, uh, the quarterback at Texas. He's going to start somewhere. We've had this discussion how many times, right? He's going to start somewhere next year. He's very talented. He's a five-star guy for a reason, not just because of his last name, because he's actually just really good at throwing the football. He's going to start somewhere. I want him on my team. Um, I'll take him here at the 12.
1: Uh Recap of the first round. 101, Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC. 102, Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina. 103, Marvin Harrison, Jr., Wide receiver, The Ohio State University, 104, Brock Bowers, tight end Georgia, 105, Malik Neighbors, wide receiver, LSU, 106, Nicholas Singleton, running back, Penn State, 107, Luther Burden, wide receiver, Missouri, 108, Keon Coleman, wide receiver, Florida State, 109, Troy Franklin, wide receiver, Oregon, 110, Amike Buka, wide receiver, The Ohio State University, 111, Travion Henderson, running back, The Ohio State, 112, Arch Manning, quarterback, Texas is back. At the 201, um, yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna play it safe here. I'm gonna take Romeo Dunze, wide receiver for Washington. I think there's a decent chance he gets first round draft capital in the 2024 class. I think because of the speed. Worst case is like early round two, and uh, he's putting on a clinic. I mean, he's putting up a ton of stats. I think NFL teams are gonna like him. So I think. Early second round's a good spot to get him
2: in. Yeah, it's reasonable. I thought about it, but obviously can't do that now. So Evan Stewart's who I'm taking here at two oh two wide receiver at Texas Tech or Texas AM. Um started off really well this year, has struggled a bit with injury. Uh, but pretty clearly the second best wide receiver in that twenty twenty five class, in my opinion. Shades of Garrett Wilson play style wise. We'll see what happens with Jimbo Fisher. Uh, being fired this offseason, see if maybe he might be on the move, uh, which provides a little bit of uncertainty, but the talent's there.
0: Hell yeah. Screw you, Jimbo. Terrible coach. Um, I just thought I'd add some insight there. Uh, 203, I'm going to take Malachi Nelson, uh, the quarterback that will be the starting quarterback at uh, the University of South Carolina. Or not South Carolina. Carolina, (laughs) Southern California. Like, like
1: South Carolina fans are going to love it. They claim they are the USC. They
0: say they're the original USC. Uh, They just got to win some football games first. Um, I'm going to take Malachi Nelson. Like, he's going to start next year. You could say, like, hey, are we sure that uh, that coach is still going to be there? I think so. Um, He's got a real cushy job. Lincoln Riley does right now. So um, he can even use the the school plane whenever you want. So good for him. Like they bought him a house. They sold his house in uh, Oklahoma. So uh, he's going to be good. He's going to have good weapons. They're always going to make sure that there's a lot of wide receivers. You get to throw to Zachariah branch anytime you want. Uh, the team's probably going to be pretty good. Um, provided that he can stay healthy. Um, go Trojans.
1: Yeah, that's uh that is cushy. It feels weird to say Malachi Nelson, quarterback USC, Big Ten starting quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Two hundred four. I'm going to take Xavier Worthy, wide receiver Texas. Kind of same thing as a Dunze. Xavier Worthy is going to run a four three. That's he's going to be a top fifty pick. You know that, that that's what's going to happen. I'll take the draft capital.
2: Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, Two hundred five. I'll go Braylon Allen. It's kind of. Uh, lost a little hype because he's been hurt, but I believe he's just starting to get healthy again. Got a couple carries this past week. Uh, If he finishes the season strong, I mean, he's just a a freak athlete, right? And he's extremely young. So um, I think that he's someone who will get second round draft capital and can be a workhorse in in the pros. Uh, At
0: 206, I'm going to take one of Nelly's favorite guys. I'm going to take CJ Baxter. Running back at Texas. Now, you can make an argument for a lot of other people, but I think you're going to find out uh, now that Jonathan Brooks, unfortunately, is hurt. Um, you're going to see why CJ Baxter was so highly recruited by Texas. Um, well, he's highly recruited by everyone because he's the best running back. But um, Texas really wanted him because he's going to be their guy for the next couple of years, right? He's going to be exceptional. We've seen a little bit of flashes um, so far this year. But uh, I think he's going to really man the load for him. Uh, so I'll take him here at the 206.
1: Yeah, I mean, that could look like a steal in a couple of weeks. 100%. Yeah,
0: But it also, you could look back on this in two or three weeks and be like, ooh.
1: Ooh, yeah. Jonathan you know? Brooks comes back to school and, you know, yeah. it's getting mucky next year. For sure. But, uh, 207, I'm going to take Dante Moore, quarterback UCLA. Like I don't love it, but I think there's some quarterbacks in this spot I'd rather take a chance on. Moore's not played particularly well, but uh, I have a feeling he's going to start there. Moving to the Big Ten, I think Dante Moore will develop and has the skill set of an NFL quarterback.
2: To aid, I will take wide receiver Carnell Tate at Ohio State. Um, has gotten a decent amount of work as a true freshman there, which is impressive considering that wide receiver room. Uh, presumably Marvin Harrison Jr. will be gone. Ekbuka will be gone. Cade Stover will be gone. Ton the targets so go around in that offense. Carnell Tate, I think, is in for a potentially massive second year there.
0: Yeah, he's very good. Um there's just some there's a couple of fic- picks that would just feel absolutely awful to make um a pair of running backs. And I don't know if I can do it or not. Um uh, boo. Screw it, I'm just gonna do it. uh I'm gonna take Quinch on Judkins at two o nine like it doesn't feel great um but we also just have uh, maybe I'm just hanging on to his freshman season like he was really really good um he's getting better this year. he obviously was hurt um so I'm hoping that uh, that we kinda rekindle the flame of old love for Judkins.
1: The, the old love coming back. Yeah, yeah. you. Rem- you rem-
0: that, isn't that in yeah. every old movie, like yeah, every right. Hallmark movie? <sighs> I hope we can rekindle the flame.
1: Yeah, the, they never end up together. Uh, Two ten. I'm going to take Nelly's favorite quarterback. That's JJ McCarthy. Wow, quarterback at Michigan. Oh, I I think he's the Will Levis of this. Of this. You mean draft. a
0: second round pick?
1: I mean, look. If can he, if he's a high second round pick, I can sell him for higher than this. But I think, can you? The NFL is going to like him a heck of a lot more than I don't know, everyone else seems to than I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't think he's that great. I mean, look, he had a solid eight pass attempts against Penn State. It was very good, and Definitely. he did well with that. So JJ McCarthy, quarterback at Michigan, he's athletic. He has an arm. I don't think he's very good, but I think the trade value is going to be there for him.
2: Uh, yeah, I was gonna go both of those guys that you guys went. Um I will take I'll take Zachariah Branch. Um Maokai Nelson has to throw the ball to someone. And Zachariah Branch is talented. I mean the, the returning ability that he's shown, basically the ability with the with the ball in his hands, has been phenomenal as a true freshman. Ball's gotten spread around a lot there. He's got some work to do to develop like a full wide receiver skill set, but the raw talent is 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 very
0: clear there. I am gonna go with uh who I think right now you could make the case of wide receiver two in the twenty twenty five class four. Now I think there is a case. Um I'm gonna go Tet McMillan at the two twelve. Uh, he's played really really well very very well this season um like just this season obviously he's at Arizona 61 receptions 860 yards eight touchdowns like it's clear when they want to have a big play they go to Tett McMillan uh he's very very good and playing in a good conference um this year and then who knows what happens next year um everything's a mess but uh I, I think he's a guy that, that a lot of people are going to fall in love with. 6'5", 210. Um, if he runs well, he's going to be a first-round pick just based on measurables alone
1: fair uh 201 Romeo dunze wide receiver washington 202 evan stewart wide receiver texas a&m 203 malachi nelson quarterback usc 204 xavier worthy wide receiver texas 205 braylon allen running back wisconsin 206 cj baxter running back texas 207 dante moore quarterback UCLA, 208, Carnell Tate, wide receiver, the Ohio State, 209, Quinchon Judkins, running back, Ole Miss, 210, J.J. McCarthy, quarterback, Michigan, 211, Zachariah Branch, wide receiver, USC, and 212, Tett McMillan, wide receiver, Arizona. The 301, I'm going to take a little risk here. I'm going to take Jaden Daniels, the old Debbie Darling, back in his Arizona State days, quarterback at LSU, is maybe having... One of the greatest quarterback seasons of all time, when you statistically, like if he gets decent draft capital, the, the rushing ability could really be impactful in fantasy football. I think this is about where I'm willing to take the risk. Maybe he falls to day three, and this is a screwed pick. But if he gets Lamar Jackson, thirty-two overall draft capital or something, it could it could, could get sticky, and he could be really good.
2: Yeah, I was going to take him too. Um All right, I'm going to go Ollie Gordon at the 302. Um has had just an absolutely massive past 6 weeks. Um or, or Oklahoma State finally realized that he was good and gave him the ball and he has produced. He's big. Uh he can catch the ball. He has breakaway speed as he's evidenced with some of some of these long runs in the past few weeks. I think he's here to stay.
0: It is tight end premium. I'm going to take who I believe is the second best tight end. Now, stats are not going to show how good Jatavian Sanders is. JT Sanders at uh, Texas. And I get that. But I think his measurables, how fast he is, like how athletic he is, is going to be off the charts. He's 6'4", 243 pounds. He's going to be an absolute monster. Um, I'm going to take him here, and I assume he gets some pretty good draft capital just based off of how athletic he is.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good pick in this area for tight and premium. 304, I'm going to take Blake Corum, running back at Michigan. Heisman contender a year ago, very productive this year, come back from the knee injury, been in space. I think it's just a safe pick.
2: Three oh five. I will take Nico Iamalieva, uh, future starting quarterback at Tennessee. It was a five star, one of the top quarterbacks in this group. Has is very good arm strength. Uh, can maneuver in the pocket pretty well. The offense will be pretty, pretty high tempo. Um, I think the ceilings
0: there. Uh, at the three oh six, I'm going to take the guy that uh, I would have drafted much higher. Uh, than this earlier, provided he would have played the whole season. And that's Tez Walker, the wide receiver at UNC. Uh, since he became eligible after he was uh, basically held his playing career in college as being held hostage by the NCAA, um, he has gone 35 receptions, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Um, that's pretty good for only playing six games. Um, you've seen how much he means. Uh, to the North Carolina team. Um, And he's very, very good. He's a 6'3", 200-pound player. Um, As long as we don't have any lingering health concerns or anything like that after um, him being put in the hospital, I think you got a really, really good player in Tess Walker here in the third round.
1: Yeah, I was definitely considering him here. Uh, I'm going to take... At the three oh seven Trey Benson running back Florida State. Once again, kind of a safe pick. He hasn't played as well this year as we hoped to be like the RB1 in this 2024 running back class, but the athleticism's there. I still think he gets decent uh, draft capital.
2: 308 give me a Marion Hampton running back at UNC. Uh second leading rusher in the country behind only Ali Gordon, only 14 yards behind. Also has 24 catches on the year, six foot two twenty. Uh, high-volume tackle-breaker. There's not much not to like
0: with him. Uh, I'm going to take a pick that I didn't really see myself taking, got to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to take Bo Nix, one of the top favorite. I think he's number two in Heisman watch right now. Number one right now. Is he? Yeah, he's uh, he, he and down. Michael Pinnocks have kind of been, you flip-flopping. know, flip flopping. Um, he he's very good so for this season, over three thousand passing yards, twenty nine touchdowns, two picks. Uh has a QBR has the third best QBR in all of college football. Um he is very good. Uh, I remember when we started the podcast and Shane and I started doing this together. Um, we would just rag on Bo Nix week after week, <laughs> after week after week at Auburn.
1: Yes, yes. Um, oh my god!
0: It's one of those things. Like it's weird how uh, good coaching kind of turns things around, right? Um, he was a five-star guy coming into college football for a reason. As a freshman, um, he's been playing like it. I'm going to take him to 309. Um, if he would, I think there's a chance if he wins the Heisman, goes to the Senior Bowl, like he could be a first-round pick. I don't think it would surprise anyone, um, and anything we can do as a community, as as just a group, as the as fans of the NFL, to not have JJ McCarthy go in the first round, we must hold that near and dear to our hearts.
1: Yeah, look, how? Yeah, I, I hope I hope Onyx gets better draft capital than McCarthy. Um, Three ten. I'll take my boy. It's, I feel like he's been my boy from day one of this podcast since uh, he came into college football. Katron Allen, running back, Penn State. Productive, tough, inside runner. Doesn't get a lot of love because of Nicholas Singleton, but Allen often puts up better statistics. Let's see what happens.
2: 311, I'll take Connor Wegman, who I think kind of grossly feels like the the favorite to be the top quarterback next year. Uh, it's, it's shaping out to be a weak quarterback class, but Wegman was very good this year before he got hurt. Obviously uncertainty at a and like we talked about earlier with Evan Stewart, but, uh, hopefully he sticks around with Stewart and can kind of build off the start of this year.
0: At three twelve, it's not a Debbie draft here at the Debbie marketplace without me taking Quinn Ewers. Um, I get that he's hurt, but before he got hurt, he was playing really, really well. Like, you can hate on Quinn Ewers if you want. Um, I think he's played pretty pretty solid so far this season. Um, some of the interceptions that he had definitely are uh, were not his fault, especially if you want to watch the uh, Oklahoma game. Um, I think he's played pretty well in most games this season. Um, I think teams are going to be really, really excited that you're essentially drafting a sophomore, right? You're drafting a 20-year-old guy. Um outrageous arm talent. And let's say that he goes back to college, he's gonna end up playing somewhere else. Is my assumption. Or he or Archman are gonna be playing some being at different schools, right? Um I assume Quinny Ewers enters the NFL draft. I hopefully he comes back from the AC sprain and just like I know he played this past week. I thought he was solid. Um, but I want to see him. Fully healthy, I kind of felt like he was kind of holding back on some throws that he would have normally tried to uh, gun in. So, I'm um, I'm hoping that that we get a fully healthy Quinn Ewers and uh, he continues to uh, lead Texas to not the college football playoff. <laughs>
1: Uh, 301, Jaden Daniels, quarterback, LSU. 302, Ali Gordon, running back, Oklahoma State. 303, JT Sanders, tight end, Texas. 304, Blake Gorm, running back, Michigan. 305, Nico I- Aliava, quarterback, Tennessee. 306, Tez Walker, wide receiver, North Carolina. 307, Trey Benson, running back, Florida State. 308, Amarian Hampton, running back, North Carolina. 309 Bo Nix, quarterback, Oregon. 310 Keaton Allen, running back, Penn State. 311 Connor Wigman, quarterback, Texas A&M. 312 Quinn Ewers, quarterback, Texas. The 401, I'm gonna my How the Mighty Have Fallen. I'm gonna take Rocket Raheem Sanders, running back at Arkansas. Former would have been top six pick in this draft before the season uh, was hurt. Hasn't done much, but he's still big, athletic, fast, and starting to come back and get it back. Reem sanders
2: 402 i'll take brian thomas wide receiver at lsu has gone toe-to-toe with uh with malik neighbors this year leading leading touchdown catcher in the in the country this year was a top recruit had a good freshman year got hurt sophomore year exploded this year i think he's a second round pick uh
0: i'm gonna take a running back that i think is a really good chance of being a uh, top pick for running backs anyways in the uh, 25 draft and i'm gonna take jaden ott the running back at cal Um, he has again, put together a really, really solid season, put together a really solid freshman season. Um, I think that he's got a great shot to be, uh, to be that guy, um, that kind of sneaks and they're like, Oh, how was he a day two pick? And then you actually watch him and you're like, Oh, that's why, right. I realize Cal sucks. Let's hope we get a transfer up. That'd be neat, uh, to maybe a better team. Uh, that'd be neat. A mosquito,
1: 404, I'm going to take uh, Bucky Irving, running back, Oregon. He's lightning fast, had a great year. Row the boat. Row row the boat, former Minnesota Golden gopher.
2: 405, I'll take Eugene Wilson, freshman wide receiver of Florida. I think maybe the most impressive freshman wide receiver campaign so far this year has been phenomenal in in SEC play. Um, Very, very good with the ball in his hands. Has to work a little bit more on downfield presence, but –
0: Like the talent is it jumps off the screen. If you draft a Wilson, I draft a Wilson. I'm gonna go with Roman Wilson at the four oh six. Um if you were to tell me a really, really fast guy uh who played much better this year is going to be drafted on day two. And you said that was Roman Wilson, I've been like, Makes sense. Like he's outrageously fast. We're he's probably gonna run low four threes, potentially four twos. Um, He's a very, very fast little critter. Uh, Roman Wilson, also just now they're finding out at Michigan he's good at football too. Um, But uh, if he continues to have only eight passes thrown in the entire game and not really many to him, uh, it's going to be tougher. But I still think his measurables kind of win out.
1: 4-7, I will take the unfortunate uh, injury this past week. Jonathan Brooks, running back, Texas, was competing to be the top running back in the 24 class towards ACL. I imagine he'll be back. I'll take the chance here in the late fourth round on the talent.
2: Speaking of talent, I'll take Tate Cook at the 408, wide receiver at Texas. Uh, has not played a ton this year because there's obviously some talent in front of him there, but has flashed when he has. I think there's going to be a lot of targets uh, vacated uh, going into next year, and I think that passing offense will still be prolific. I think Jonte Cook, I mean, Jonte Cook has a potential first round pick future.
0: And one thing we do know about vacated targets, you actually get to choose who those go to. Uh, so most of those are going to go to Jonte Cook, so we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I just picked it there, so dibs. Yep, yep. makes sense. Um, I'm going to take uh, Jackson Arnold, actually, the quarterback at uh, Oklahoma. Um, for the limited time that we've seen him, he's played well. Um, I think he's really, really solid. I think he's a solid player. Um, let's just kind of hope that maybe they get a really, really good wide receiver for him. I don't know. I think that help. But I think that offense is kind of set up to spread the ball around. There's not really any good defenses in the Big Twelve. He'll be fine.
1: Four ten. I'll take Michael Penix, quarterback of Washington. He he doesn't move very well. Though he had a rushing touchdown this past week, but uh, that's my fear. I think he's a little bit overrated at this point. Though I'll take a shot if I get good draft capital on a super flex quarterback.
2: I mean, it's my turn. Uh, and so I'll take Eddie Mitchell, wide receiver at Texas. He's one of the wide receivers that will be vacating targets for Jontae Cook. Uh, but Eddie Mitchell, like big, like six foot four, had a good freshman year at Georgia, um, and is is also doing a great job this year at Texas. Uh, toe-to-toe production-wise with Xavier Worthy, and he's got the size that Worthy doesn't. There's been a lot of draft buzz for him lately. I don't think he's a first-round guy, but I think he's a potential second-round guy. Uh,
0: at four twelve, uh, this is also just a regular old Kane pick. Um, I'm gonna take William Shipley. Um, still a really good player. Um, let's just hope. Golly, he's got. He keeps getting hit in the noggin uh over and over again let's just hope that those don't linger for him um when they give him all the work he's really really good when they give him half of the work he's really really good um he's efficient he can catch the ball he runs well between the tackles runs well outside the tackles um will shipley for president
1: 401, Raheem Sanders, running back Arkansas. 402, Brian Thomas, wide receiver LSU. 403, Jaden Ott, running back Cal. 404, Bucky Irving, running back Oregon. 405, Eugene Wilson, wide receiver Florida. 406, Rowan Wilson, wide receiver Michigan. 407, Jonathan Brooks, running back Texas. 408, Jonte Cook, wide receiver Texas. 409, Jackson Arnold, quarterback Oklahoma. 410. Michael Penix, quarterback Washington. 411. A.D. Mitchell, wide receiver Texas. 412. Will Shipley, running back Clemson. You want to run through a quick fifth? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, let's let's, let's do it. Um, at the 501, I'm going to take Justice Haynes running back. Alabama, who hasn't done a, a darn thing this year as a true freshman.
2: Now I have to retype my pick. Um, 502, I will take Ladna McConkey, wide receiver at Georgia, who everyone seems to be oozing over the athleticism. Just oozes off the page.
0: Oh boy, it ever. uh He's just about as athletic as my guy, Barry and Brown. I'm going to take him at the 503. Um, I realize down year, um, it's hard to know that his quarterback was going to be this bad. It was somehow worse than Will Levis, but what can you do? Uh, it's hard to come back from. Um, but Barry and Brown at the 503. Like I think the NFL is going to fall in love with this guy, right? He's a person that's going to be doing returns. He's going to be He's more than just a gadget guy. He can play slot. I think he's going to be really, really exciting for an uh, NFL team. Hopefully he goes to one that's actually going to use him, which means he's probably going to get drafted by the Falcons.
1: Probably. 504. 4 I'm going to take Drew Alar, quarterback Penn State. He sucks.
0: Another
2: quarterback on the list that sucks is Chidder Sanders at 505. But, I don't know. The class is bad and the buzz is... yeah
0: (laughs) i knew you're gonna say that um (laughs) i'm gonna take uh my favorite player in college football that can't stay healthy uh i've been a jalen mcmillan stan for a very long time i want him to stay healthy so badly um i think the nfl still likes him um he's just probably gonna be a, a early day three guy hopefully
1: 507, I'll take an L.A. guy. I'm going to take down Hayden running back, uh, Ohio State. I think he's the next starter next year, and he's going to be a stud.
2: Yeah, stud. 508, I'll take Jalen Polk, the third Washington wide receiver off the board. Uh, another guy who's big but has displayed some versatility in like the short game and the return game. Um, I think he could get day two.
0: Uh, 509, I'm going to take uh, Marshawn Lloyd. The running back at uh, USC, he has played very well. This seems like a complete revival. God, another thing that uh, South Carolina ruined. Um, Marshawn Lloyd has looked just really, really good so far this season. 5'10.
1: I'm between like a really old running back or a younger one. I- I'm going to take Damian Martinez. Five ten, like I, I think he's really operated that offense at Oregon State as the running back pretty well and is underrated.
2: Five eleven, I will take probably another quarterback who sucks, but maybe slightly doesn't suck. Carson Beck at Georgia. My biggest concern with Carson Beck is I have never seen a white tattoo with a full tattoo sleeve be successful in the NFL, so I'm not sure if that that can happen here. But uh he seems pretty good at football
0: Meh. um oh this is my last pick um what a bummer
1: like, unless you want to go with a, a six round, we can, we can I really, really don't <laughs>
0: uh, um, uh, I'm gonna take a guy that I really really liked um kind of early on as a freshman i'm going to take makai lemon um the uh usc prospect i know he hasn't really done anything um he's had four four catches so far this year um both very early on um but uh i'll take him here he looks fun
1: All right, uh, sure, that's fun. 501, Justice Haynes, running back Alabama. 502, Ladd McConkey, wide receiver Georgia. 503, Barry Brown, wide receiver Kentucky. 504, Drew Alar, quarterback Penn State. 505, Shere Sanders, quarterback Colorado. 506, Jalen McMillan, wide receiver Washington. 507, Dallin Hayden, running back The Ohio State. 508, Jalen Polk, wide receiver Washington. 509, Marshawn Lloyd, running back USC. Five ten Damian Martinez, running back Oregon State. 511, Carson Beck. Quarterback Georgia 512 Makai Lemon
0: player at USC.
1: Player, <laughs> hey, wasn't he playing some corner this year too?
0: Let's just hope he plays wide receiver.
1: Yeah, if we were about, drafting corners. Were I taken tra-
0: Travis Hunter would have been high on my list. We were taking yeah, corners,
1: that's it fair.
0: Uh, well, let's just get into it. Shane, you want to uh, teach us something?
1: Yeah, uh, so. You know, there's always that prompt, It's like if you could, if you had to talk about something for an hour, what could you talk about? And I've, I've definitely had this as a history minute before, but since it's kind of the last one before a final episode, mine's definitely presidential assassinations. Like I'm, I'm into it. Um, you know, four sitting presidents have been assassinated: Abraham Lincoln by John Wilkes Booth, James Garfield by Charles Guiteau, William McKinley by Leon Czolgosz, and John F. Kennedy by Lee Harvey Oswald. Supposedly. Uh, two, su- supposedly. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. Yep. Uh, two, two have been injured by uh, assassins. Teddy Roosevelt, which I, I've had that history minute before, uh, by John Fleming Schrank, who shot him in his, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's speech in his pocket, uh, slowed the bullet. Um, Schrank, funny enough, the reason he did it, he said that William McKinley's ghost visited him and told him to kill Teddy Roosevelt. So, yeah, that's fun. Um and then Ronald Reagan was had a lung collapse, John Hinckley Jr. shot at him. But there's been like a ton of presidential assassinations that you know obviously didn't work out, didn't injure the president too. Some of my favorites Andrew Jackson, old uh, Hickory. house old Hickory. Speaking of old Hickory, yeah, a house painter Richard Lawrence. I had two pistols while Andrew Jackson was leaving a funeral, both misfired because it was raining. So Jackson took his Hickory cane and Beat the shit out of Richard Lawrence just right there as president on the street. Um, FDR was almost killed One, maybe the greatest president ever was almost killed before he became president as president elect. Giuseppe Zangora uh, had a stomach ache and blamed the government. So he tried to shoot uh, and, and he killed the mayor of Chicago. I think it was seated next to FDR. Um, Harry Truman. Two Puerto Rican uh, activists that wanted independence for Puerto Rico attacked him while he was taking a nap. um, And the police defended him. And that's the reason why we have the Secret Service today, because uh, they were like, oh, we need better security. Um, Richard Nixon had a couple. uh, My favorite was Sam Bick hijacked an airplane trying to fly into the White House but ended up getting stopped and uh, killed. Gerald Ford had two women attempt to assassinate him within two weeks of each other. One was in the Manson family and thought if she killed the president, that Charles Manson would be freed and become king of the world. Uh, George uh, W. Bush in the country of Georgia, uh, while giving a speech, someone threw a hand grenade onto the stage, uh, but had a handkerchief around it to conceal it. After they pulled the pin, the handkerchief got stuck in the pin, so it didn't go off. So uh, it's some wild things that could have changed history uh, had they worked out.
0: Yeah, that's that's something. It's a, it's uh, a rabbit hole to go
1: down, for, you know, for sure if you uh, are into it.
0: Yeah, I've my rabbit hole. I could talk forever about DB Cooper.
1: Oh, that's like that's a good one. I, that I, one's
0: I, fascinating to me.
1: I, I have that history middle once That was, that is you did because I asked super for it. wild yeah oh you did ask for it. that great great
0: have yeah. you seen they've made a documentary about it and then they tracked down a person they thought was DB Cooper
1: no I haven't <laughs> yeah that's a good
0: one uh that's worth it that's um, but let's we got one last uh buy sell unknown stock here uh we'll probably do one on the on the final episode but uh what do we got who wants to go first?
2: I'll go first here. I'd never go first on these. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with myself because this is one I'm most passionate about. JJ McCarthy throwing eight passes in an important game is a like massive indictment on his lack of talent. You don't in a in a game where it's a one score game the entire time. You don't throw the ball eight times and score. Only three points, which come off turnovers until the last possession of the game, the entire second half, if you trust your quarterback. If J.J. McCarthy was good, they would have thrown the ball more than eight times. If Michigan had Caleb Williams or Drake May, Michigan would have thrown the ball more than eight times. I don't care if your game plan is to run the ball if you have a good quarterback, you will throw the ball as well. And Michigan did not – zero attempted passes in the second half. In a one-score game, that tells me that you don't trust your quarterback. And the only quarterbacks that you don't trust are bad quarterbacks. So J.J. McCarthy, like not a good quarterback. It's, it's – it's, I, I don't it's, – it's hard to fathom a guy who might be a first-round pick in this upcoming draft just simply not being trusted at all by his coaching staff. So I, I will sell him. I will sell anyone who is telling you that this doesn't matter. Um, maybe it doesn't matter as much as I'm saying it does, but it matters at least a little bit. Um, my buy is Le'Veon Moss running back at Texas A&M. Uh, they have a bit of a three-headed monster going on there, but I think Le'Veon Moss is actually the most talented guy there. He's the biggest, six foot two ten. He's gotten dinged up a little bit, so his raw production isn't as good. Um, but I think ultimately once he's healthy – especially going into his third year next year, especially if a uh, uh, new coaching staff comes in that might be more run heavy. I think he'll be the guy who wins the job there. And I think there's some serious talent. He was a pretty high recruit. Just took a little bit to get going. My unknown is Ashton Jeanty, uh, currently at Boise State, but lots of rumors that he he's going to be entering the transfer portal. Makes sense with the coach getting fired and him having talent, um, enough talent to be playing at a school better than Boise State. Uh, but – He's an unknown here because, as with all transfer ups, there is some risk that, you know what, maybe that step up in competition is just too much. Um, and so, like, I, I'm, I'm an unknown on if Afton GNT will still be uh, a, a top producer and a future NFL talent um, moving forward at a better school.
1: Shane, how about you? Yeah, my buy is a little more esoteric, but I, I'm gonna buy the 101 rookie pick in C2C leagues. So oftentimes the people with the 101 in the NFL side don't value it very much by now before there's a name that's likely attached to that pick. We always have surprise guys get drafted. There's a couple small school running backs that are gonna get drafted in this draft that weren't in your C2C league. Like I would trade. Tajay Spears for the one-on-one and some college players, especially if you're in the college playoff, trade for players. Uh, it, it's the way to win. Um, my, my cell is Evan Stewart. I I like Evan Stewart. He's been my cell before, but I, I think people have him higher than we drafted him here. I think people have him more as a top five, six Debbie. So I would trade him for Malik Neighbors. I'd trade him for Luther Burden. I think trade him for one of the receivers that we took ahead of him. And my unknown, I think it was a good pick in the in the Debbie draft uh, by – Nelly was Lad McConkey, the wide receiver from Georgia. I think he does get drafted high. I think he gets a little bit overdrafted. drafted. Like he I don't think he's going to be workout athletic. I don't think he's going to be like 97% raz athletic. I think he's going to he looks really good on film. He's going to have some good agility drills. Has a lot of injury history. Lad McConkey's old like I, I don't know. He's going to get drafted way too high, but that's generally a good thing to buy into i don't know if i'm buying or not
0: uh my buy is dalton kincaid um, scored another touchdown in the game this week um he should be he should have always been the uh rookie tight end one um i know sam laporta flashed uh but a tight end means so much to the bills offense um So I I think he uh, needs to be valued pretty high. Um, My sell. um, I'm going to go to my unknown because that's easier. My unknown right now for me is Josh Allen. Now, not to the point of like, oh, I don't really know what he's worth. Right. But my unknown is like, at what point when he continues to put up some subpar games uh, for fantasy football does he like start to move down a little bit in that list right he's been so firmly at like quarterback 1 quarterback 2 uh, but i think this season there's been times definitely where he struggled as is pat mahomes right um but at what point does kind of he start to slide down just a little bit i think is is the unknown for me um my cell um uh, there's a few. Uh, it's hard to just pick one. Um, my cell is any rule that Nelly wants to change. No, um, no. My my cell is is old wide receivers, right? Evaluate your team on the NFL side now, right? If you know that you're not going to be making the playoffs and you have some guys that probably are never going to do a whole lot next year, why are they on your team? right? You should be trying to trade them now, trying to get picks, because remember, the first person that tries to get the picks tends to get more of them than the second person. Um, but we play in all these leagues right? that are now 30-plus roster spots, and I would rather have guys that are rookies be clogging those up Right. Then kind of the outgoing running backs are kind of those older wide receivers that I can trade now uh, for some pieces that matter a little bit more to the future of my team. Uh, so just evaluate your team. Um, definitely try to sell whether it's a Ty Chandler, even at running back or whether it's um, potentially like a, a Brandon Cooks, who's now getting some work, whether it's, you know, any of those guys like try to evaluate that team a little bit and, and understand where you're at on your team. And where you're at in your league. Uh, so, you not the person that's kind of left just holding the bag.
1: Yeah, I, I dig it. I like that advice for sure.
0: Any uh, final thoughts, you guys?
1: Good final Debbie draft, guys. It's been fun uh, drafting these with you. So,
0: yeah. Uh, we're going to have a ton of fun. It's going to be live next week. Um, we'll still kind of post the episode as we normally would. Um, it's going to be a whole lot more nonsense than football. It's our last time doing this, but I hope you join us live. It'll be, you know, we've already posted, I think she's already posted the link on her Twitter, Debbie Marketplace Twitter, and uh, we're just going to have a good time. So hopefully you can join us.
1: Yeah. Thanks everyone.